millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sorry. Um, Toby's getting involved. Stay out of this, Toby. I love that you just put your finger on your lips as though that'll shut him up. <laughs> He's a dog, Maraid. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out whether they're worthy of the hype. They're likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name's Will and I'm joined as always by my co-host, Hugh. Hi, Hugh. Hi, Will. How are you? I nearly forgot to say hi to you. I was just going to leave it there. There's a slight pause where I thought, thought, thought I finished. Pause. Yeah. thought I'm you were just trying well. to bring a bit more drama to the podcast, yeah. you know? Silence mm. equals drama. How are mm. you? What are you doing? What have you been up to? Uh, nothing. Um, the usual, you know. I um, went to bed very late last night, and so I think it's it's audible in my 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 usual low monotone has gone even lower, and if it can, more monotone. Yeah, it's a sleepy mm. it's a sleepy start to the podcast. Mm, yeah, we're yeah. gonna need some crack, eh? Oh, uh? we're gonna need some crack on this podcast. I think. Yeah, <laughs> that's the hundred percent the worst segue, and I hate myself doing it. Mm-hmm. I hated you too as well. Yeah. I'm very excited because we have a guest on. Irish comedian, podcaster, and general legend. It's Mairead Doyle Heffernan. Hi, Mairead. Hello. I loved that segue. I thought it was great. I I like backed out of it very quickly and mm. now Hugh's going to have to keep it in and I'll sound like an idiot. I'm all yeah, for yeah. any crack-based puns. Like, as you guys know, listening to my podcast, I will milk those crack-based puns. So any yeah. anytime we can get it in there, I'm I'm up for it. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the frequency of the word crack on your podcast is pretty intense. I mean, it's I don't know what percentage of, of words end up as crack in, in one spelling or another, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean sometimes it gets to the point where I'm like, am I really going to ask this person if they cracked a bone? But I've committed to it and I have to go all in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when you interview a guest who actually has a serious crack cocaine addiction, then it's just going to, you know, it's going to be incredible. Yeah, I think that's maybe the next step. I'll, 
I'll do some research and find the right person and yeah someone who who just loves crack actual crack I think the podcast <laughs> just needs to take that darker turn you know at the moment <laughs> it's very friendly it's very happy it's very supportive but now yeah. it maybe needs to get into the underbelly you know yeah yeah season season three of crack on can be and on of course, crack the underbelly is there also under crackling with that I'm, oh. not, I'm not clear on my pork bellies but are you a pork belly fan Mairead? I am a vegan so no okay so so not really Hard, well, no. well you could still be a fan of it but like just sort of waving at it from afar you know what's interesting yeah. is like I well no I'm not because I also don't even really know what that is um, I don't like, yeah I, I think it's horrible I think I'm it's all fatty and so bad with any sort of meat like I don't know what because I've been like I was a vegetarian since the age of 10 so I don't even like really understand that's actually really stupid of me but like sometimes I get confused like what porky even is <laughs> I was going to say does that make it quite hard to be a vegan like are you picking up a chicken leg being like I don't know it's just a funny looking carrot <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes if I'm feeling a little low on my protein, I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what this is. And, and when, when did you make the move from vegetarian to vegan then? Well, I'm allergic to dairy, which was like a, the worst thing. I honestly, okay. um, great, I, won't, yeah. I won't go ahead and say it's the worst thing that's ever happened to me, but I would say it's the second worst thing that's ever oh, happened to me. I think it's the me. worst thing that's ever happened to anyone. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, speaking of crack, I think cheese is like, it is a drug, you know, and I, mm. I yeah, I miss it dearly. And, the, and you're, the, are you cractose intolerant? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Guys, I'm on the right podcast. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, uh, Mareja, you know, you, you've set this up as a, as a professional podcaster does. What is the worst thing that's ever happened to you? Oh, okay. So we're going, I mean, are we, um, okay, so we're not staying, we're not starting on topic. We're just going with anything. We barely get on topic. If oh. if we hit the topic, if we graze off the topic at some point, that'd be great, you know? Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, look, I would say just crack on with the story. Okay. Okay, worst thing that's ever happened to me, I kind of love this question, but I have no idea. Like, I mean, I feel like it's probably like an accident when you're a kid, you know? Like everyone, I'm in, I'm in a family of five, so... Um, I think we all had like it was like a rite of passage that you had to like split your head open at some point. Did you guys mm. have this? Like, so I think that's kind of the worst thing, right? Like, you are like rushed to A and E as a kid, and like I split my head open. I cycled into the corner of a pillar, and yeah, just things were Ooh. never the same. They were absolutely <laughs> the same. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like I didn't have any like sort of like brain injury or anything. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't want to mention the jagged scar down your yeah, face. Yeah. yeah but. <laughs> didn't think it'd be polite but so what you're telling me is earlier two minutes ago you said that um becoming lactose intolerant was the second worst thing you ever that ever happened to you but actually you're just leaving the worst thing that ever happened to you kind of vacant you don't have anything filling it at the moment i think so just that i think i'm kind of i'm leaving it open you know it's like uh i'm very into like manifesting and everything and they say that you Mm. need to make space for things to happen so maybe i'm leaving it vacant for an opportunity to come so i'm looking forward to the worst okay. thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> that is the most amazing optimistic spin i've ever heard yeah i'm yeah. leaving the top the top yeah. spot we're gonna see what's coming <laughs> in yeah. the same vein have you never had the best thing in your life happen to you yet well like if i'm being sincere like i feel like getting married was probably the best thing or getting my dog i'd say that was the second best yeah 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 it's my dogs yeah. my dogs are first and the best thing that's happened to me is this podcast now so hmm? 
this is number our one. one or your one no yours this one. Oh, okay yeah, great yeah, one. yeah yeah just checking yeah well that's very <laughs> that's living in the moment right now is the best and the worst oh, right. <laughs> also means the it's the worst <laughs> it's the problem with mindfulness isn't it you know yeah i'll decide at the end i'll let you guys know like what spot this has taken best great. or worst oh wow Amazing. So we're, actually, we're not only going to get a vote on the topic, we're also going to get a vote on us. Yeah. yeah. Finally, the episode on the, the podcast And itself. I can give you some notes. I can let you know how you guys did. <laughs> That'd be oh, great. cool. Yeah, cool, yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. Uh, how was your show last night, Mairead? We're speaking to you the day after you did your show at the Vault Festival. Oh, my God. Speaking of the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Okay, it wasn't oh. my worst show ever. Mm-hmm. We'll come um, to that in a moment. You didn't split yeah. your head open or shit yourself because of cheese. Did you crash your bike into a pillar? That's part of the show. So that was all planned. Okay. okay that that's actually fine. will that's be fine. kind of funny to do. Like, anyway, that's for my next show. Um, yeah. <laughs> but. You stole my idea. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> you were going to reenact my childhood as your. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is that is that cultural appropriation or is that just personal appropriation? I'd I don't say know. we had we'll probably it. a quite similar childhood. Like. I mean, where did you yeah, grow I mean, up? Probably five minutes from me, I'm assuming. Based based on our accents that are going back and forth here, yeah, I think that's probably a yeah. fair assumption to make. What skill do you go to? <laughs> I've only recently, like, yeah. tried to stop myself from asking that question, and and I don't know okay. why I should have to stop myself, because it <laughs> it really just, it kind of speeds things up. I'm like, I know you or yeah, I yeah. don't. Like, you know, did I score <laughs> you in Wes or didn't I? It really just... Yeah. <laughs> Very unlikely for me. <laughs> Let's be honest. Okay, so I'll tell you about the gig last night because, okay, it was a lovely audience, lovely crowd. People were, it was a nice vibe. It was a very uh, wide room and which I, I know that sounds like I'm just making excuses, but it was kind of tricky. We were in the vaults, which I know, Will, have you done the vaults before? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like there's a lot of trains going over like the whole show and then there was a tech issue where I have a song that plays in a part of the show. It's like a dance version of Here Comes the Bride. And it's like part of a joke. And it just would not stop playing. Like it just kept interrupting and interrupting like throughout the first like 20 minutes. And I was like, at what point can I just call this and be like, guys, will we all just leave? Like I just was like, <laughs> I want to go to bed. And um, it was really tough. And then it stopped. Like, I kind of made a joke about it, but there's only so much you can say about something like that. And then it's just kind of like, okay. And also, like, everyone's being really nice to me. Like, I'm getting messages from friends today being like, Oh, that's not good. Well done. And oh. I'm like, oh, it was bad then. So, like, this is a thing. Yeah. Like, it's not just me that noticed. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah. like, people being like, you're amazing. I'm like, okay, so I was, so I was crap. You know, like, it yeah, was, yeah. it's that kind of vibe. But you just have to, like, you, ha- you have to crack on, might you say. Very good. I brought it's it back to cracking good. on. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't help it. I can't help it. Yeah, speaking of cracking on, time to crack on with our producer. Hi, Anya. Hello. I loved the account of the show, Marie. Okay. It sounds, sounds great. Um, <laughs> sounds fine, I'd say. I didn't sell it very well, did I? <laughs> no, no. I actually had a nightmare last night that we did another live show and it was really bad. 
and we had come up with all these bizarre games and we were having a really good time but nobody else was yeah I mean Anya you and Michael did that the first live show okay. yeah, it and just you sounds and Michael like had the... a really good time and no one else did so yeah, yeah. I don't know what was different about this I but... think you had a memory I think you're confusing a dream with a memory but, but part of it involved you know those Nordic walking sticks that people use <laughs> mm-hmm. for hiking and it involved no. me scaling up the the like the tiers of the assembled guests. We had tiers. I like that we were in a tiered. Venue. It was a big. Yeah. We were we were in a big venue in my dreams, and um, it, it was it was just it was it was awful. And and we we committed so hard, and all our parents were there, and <sighs> it was it was it was it was upsetting. Um, and in fact, Hugh, I was voice noting you earlier, but I couldn't even bring myself to to tell you about it. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I just you know didn't want to bring just, it back. You didn't want to. You didn't want to speak it into being. Yeah. Manifest it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we are here to talk about holidays, and for our American listeners, when we say holiday, we don't mean the holidays like Thanksgiving or Christmas. We mean extended periods of leisure away from your home, or maybe even at home, which we'll come to in due course. Mm. Um, so, Brad, what we usually do is we start with a with a quiz. Okay. And yeah. it's a collaborative effort. So. Um, you know, just get amongst it. I, th- I think an easy-ish question first. Can you tell me what the most visited place in the world is and the least visited place in the world is by tourists? I mean, are we talking like countries or a, or a particular or a particular location? Countries, countries, yeah. I suppose you well, and it has to be visited by people from outside that country. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. therefore, if you like, if we're talking about the US, you're you're instantly cutting out quite a lot of people. You know. Mairead, mm-hmm. where have you visited the most? Where have I visited the most? Yeah. Well, it's definitely not the most visited place, but I visited the most Portugal because it was just like nice. a family mm. thing. But I'm thinking like, don't like millions of people go to the Vatican every year? Like maybe that's... But I know oh. that's not like a country. But I just think like maybe that would contribute to like a lot of the... I don't know. You are actually following my rule on this podcast, which is to always guess, guess. the Vatican. Oh. The Vatican City statistically is a speaking, you know, yeah. like if it's like who's got the most, who eats the most ice cream, you're like it's the Pope, <laughs> you know, like it's always the Vatican. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I was going to say the UK. Like a lot of people go to London. You know? A lot of people leave though. Uh, what? Where's Where's Mecca? That is in Saudi Arabia. Is it? Oh. Because isn't part of the tenets of Islam that you have to make the Hajj, I think it's called the Hajj, the pilgrimage to Mecca twice. Is it to Mecca? You have to go somewhere yeah, twice it, it, in your it life. Is to, it is to Mecca. I think most people try to go once in their life if they can. Is it once? I you thought have to do it was once. once but, yeah. um, so that's guaranteed. Every, every Muslim has to visit that country. That's in our favour right there. Surely it's just America though, is it not? I, well, I guess. Yeah. Uh, none of you have even mentioned it. Oh, and it, it's okay. I think for years it has been out and out the number one most visited country in the world. Paris and France. France, it's France. <gasps> yeah, oh. yeah. I guess they've got food, they've got wine, they've got weather. You know, they've got fashion. They've got the iconic stuff. Mm, Eiffel Tower. Yeah, and do you have any ideas on the least visited place in the world, the least visited country in the world? See, I don't know any. Like, I'm. So so bad at this kind of thing of like just geography in general i'm <laughs> really really bad so i feel like the least visited is going to be somewhere random that like i've never even heard of so i think i'm can like, you make up a place yeah 
or just guess a country that you feel like sounds like a place. I, I, I wonder, is there an accessibility issue here, Anya? Is it somewhere that's not very accessible? Um, I, I think it's more accessible than I would have thought. So I actually thought when I was researching this, it was going to be North Korea or something similar. Mm, okay, but it's yeah, not. Yeah. And I, I don't know. It Maybe that's not featuring on the United Nations World Tourism Organization Index. You know, it's more accessible than I thought. And I had heard of it, okay. but it's a very physically small place. So, okay, well, is it somewhere like Palau or Vanuatu or one of those? You're in the ballpark. You're in the ballpark. Uh, Kiribati. Oh, you're uh, in the, uh, Tuvalu. Tuvalu. It's Tuvalu. <laughs> there we go. Where yeah. are any of these places? I, see, this is a, I knew I wouldn't get it. I have no idea what you just said. You know, there's that no. big area between New Zealand and America. That's no. where all these things I are, know basically. Now. <laughs> Neither Mairead or I knew that, there was, I, that you could go from New Zealand to America by boat. Yeah. I've never even heard of New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> so it has, um, uh, the population of Tuvalu is 12,000 people. And in 2019, they had less than 4,000 visitors. Um, but that, that was actually an increase of about three times since 2012. Mm, good for them. So uh, the next question is something that I love bringing up during a lulling conversation that any dinner party or bus stop. Um, so bus what... stop. Okay, hang on. Let me. I've been in a lot of conversations with you over the years that I've had lulls in them. It's a game of would you rather, is it? Oh, or no, what you'd do for a lot of money. Yeah, oh, I mean, I should have included that, but maybe we can come yeah. back to that. No, yeah. this is, what is Paris syndrome? Oh, I know this. So oh, it's like when you dream of going to Paris. Oh no, it's not. That's a different thing. Oh, am I? No, I, I'm. I'm wrong. You, it's you like, started so strong. And no, I, like, no. I, there's, there, I know this, and I've had a conversation about this. And what I'm thinking it is right now, which I think I'm wrong, is that like you go, you go to a place that you've been like dreaming of your whole life, and it like it doesn't live up to your expectations. Uh, yeah, basically. So it's a, a sense of uh, extreme disappointment when people go to Paris and it's not what they um, expected. And it's not just being like a bit disappointed. It actually has psychiatric symptoms. So uh, delusional states, hallucinations, um, derealization, anxiety, and then various psychosomatic stuff like dizziness and sweating. And the syndrome has been particularly noted among Japanese tourists and uh, other people from uh the uh, east and southeast asia so um yeah apparently it is a thing and it was coined by a japanese psychiatrist who was working um at a hospital in france in the in the 1980s um so well, yeah, again, i suppose it, it's not always that we have something this topical but did you experience this because you arrived back from paris in the last couple of days uh, no it did but i did wonder as i saw all the people you know you know like for us paris is, is an hour and a half flight away so it's so accessible but if you were from the other side of the world and it was a lifetime's you know like mm. i'd love to see the golden gate bridge once in my life and that would be something i might only do once like would that be something that would crush me if it wasn't all i thought it would be and more it's pretty heavy <laughs> very good will Mairead, have you ever been disappointed by a have you had paris syndrome i haven't i love paris i haven't had that i don't think i think i probably get that a little bit with holidays in general because i obsess mm. You know, like, and I, like, I'm the planner when it comes to me and my husband. And so, like, I will, I've obsessed so much and I've looked at photos and I'm like, okay, we're going to go there and whatever. And then I will 
get there and be kind of like oh I think the funnest part is the planning <laughs> whereas he yeah, I totally agree. Like, he doesn't know even where we're going so everywhere yeah. is just yeah, like yeah. amazing and so exciting because he didn't even know <laughs> where we were going <laughs> he's also not to do any of the admin so he's on holiday and you're like we have to be there by six yeah exactly exactly but the thing that I was really struck by in Paris was uh, I watched Emily in Paris for the first time just a couple of weeks ago before I went and um there were a lot of Emily in Paris cosplaying people um so our hotel happened by chance to be just beside the bakery from Emily in Paris where she always gets her her baked goods or whatever so there was just non-stop uh like women in a lot of pink and red with the little berets and then always a very dutiful boyfriend or husband taking the the photos I've never seen so many good influencer in the wild um, oh yeah that shots. i mean you're just describing my anytime i go to paris you know and aaron taking the photos yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go to my instagram <laughs> i was one of those girls in the beret <laughs> but the girl in the beret is always like so like pink trousers pink hat red jacket and then he's in like a north face fleece yeah <laughs> yeah just dressed you know, like, for the, it's the just, weather <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. And, and she always looks so sad it just it just looks like it's never maybe she has power syndrome. syndrome it just looks like it's not it's not what they thought you know and my last question is do you know what eurotourism is you 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 erotourism erotourism eurotourism how would you pronounce that you erotourism erotourism yeah i mean is this what people have been arrested for in thailand no that's something else Okay, right, good. Right. What I will tell you is that it's named after the Greek god of love, Eros. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, is it when you visit a place and then you want to move there? Oh no, but I love that. I had never heard of this, but apparently it's when two people travel separately to the same city and then you have to spend your holiday trying to find each other. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. I don't I know mean, if that's delightful or is it awful? It's pretty fun. I think it's delightful. I have absolutely no interest in doing it myself. I think it's delightful for someone else to do it, though, yeah. Wouldn't you just call them, though? You see, you've got to be pre-phones, yeah. 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 Or no phones. Go off-grid. It's like Go when you... Uh, it's like a, Will, have you ever played... Uh, this, is, again, speaks to... I mean, no, you've had long periods of unemployment. I mean, <laughs> you, you are long periods of unemployment, uh, right? I like to describe them as uh, resting periods, or mm. indeed holidays. But you could, mm. you could argue financially and... Uh, definitely that they are periods of unemployment. Here's yeah. a, a great game, if you have a friend, um, which okay, is to uh, to click... Uh, <laughs> you both click a random article on Wikipedia, but you've decided beforehand that you have to get to a particular page on Wikipedia just oh, through the page they start on. Yeah. That's my version of this romantic <laughs> tourist uh, adventure, is trying to find a Wikipedia page. Well, that... Sums me up, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Um, So let's get into holidays, legitimate life or not. Um, You know, we're all increasingly spending more time and more money on them. Um, But I thought we'd kick off, maybe you could tell me about some of your worst holidays ever. Right, have you got any holiday horror stories you'd like to share? Worst. Was the bike crash on holiday? No, that wasn't. Um, Okay, worst holidays. I mean, I definitely... Oh, yeah. I... um... I traveled Thailand for three weeks with my friends, like with, you know, there's like a group of us still friends from school. And I just didn't, 
eat like at all it was like the weirdest thing ever I just we just drank (laughs) the whole time and you just kind of like realize oh I was kind of only eating like one meal a day and then by week three I was rushed to A&E and I got stomach inflammation in Thailand and yeah it was really bad and my mom is so ridiculous uh she like I had to text her because I was like um I'm being rushed to hospital so I was like vomiting on the beach okay and one of the guys that worked in the restaurant was like this is not good like what's happening to your friend so he put me on the back of his motorbike (laughs) and abducted you (laughs) and And you crashed into a pillar (laughs) and you split your head open yeah exactly and um my friends like followed in a taxi behind us and he was like topless and I was just holding this mat like it was just the most mental thing ever while I was like trying not to vomit and he uh, so then I texted my mom when I got to hospital I was like I'm really sick and she was like well I need to speak to Aviva to see if our health insurance covers this she was like do not let them give you anything <laughs> and uh, so I was <laughs> I was like waiting for the green light from my mom and she was like okay it's fine you're covered and so they gave me like loads of medication I was like on a drip for the night and it was really fun because it was actually like my first night off and I had an excuse like I it wasn't like I got a drip like I was like ready to go for the next night but because in Thailand like you didn't want to be like oh I'm just gonna stay in so this was a perfect excuse I was able to stay in like the girls brought pizza to the hospital and it was great and were all the doctors topless as well yeah it was some sort and then there was like some sort of ping pong show there Uh, yeah yeah, so that was definitely my worst holiday and actually I will say that the cherry on top of the cake was that my granny died while I was over there as well so I feel like that was like definitely up there for me um Mm. but then a few days later I went um and visited like an elephant sanctuary and that cheered me right up so yeah straight back on the booze yeah, I literally like shooting an elephant in cold blood to really cheer you up, is there? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, Maureen is, is a renowned big game hunter, and, yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. why we've got her on. That, is that um, why you're a vegan to offset all the trophy hunting? Yeah, it yeah. just kind of yeah. like have to balance it out. Yeah, yeah, Somehow. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's pretty good. But I think you did make the error, the schoolboy error, of telling your mum before you'd figured out what was happening. Yeah. That's something that's gone wrong. Yeah, definitely. You know, I always, because I remember having to go to hospital once in Istanbul and I waited until I was, you know, clear. Uh, yeah. And I had brandished my, my E111, of course, useless. Do you guys have an E111 card? They're like, oh, yeah. that's Europe, like a health European card health in card. Europe. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, my dad is very into them. I but I don't, I don't, we, I don't. We really. used to. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Uh, but yeah, you want to wait until you're, until you're safely home before yeah you know no you're yeah. right but of course you had to you had to get the the financial clearance i don't i don't think so. that's good advice at all <laughs> you're like really? oh just i'll just wait and then oh maybe die and you're not have spoken to my parents yeah but when you know well hugh i know you'll agree with me yeah i know you you, you want to know something about what's going to happen first definitely you want to be you want to be you want to have Control. written the first half of the article i feel you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. well have you had any any horrifying holidays Oh, no. Unfortunately, the only sort of bad holiday is just like, and there were good bits of it, but it's not funny and eventful like Maraids. It's just like sort of a bit bleak and long. I went on an interrail trip when I was 18 
on my own around Europe. And I was like, I'm going to be this romantic poet who like goes around drinking cocktails and like writing stuff. I'll be an artist. And instead, I was just sad and on my own and eating pizzas a lot. So um, where did you go? What, what route did you take? Glasgow, Newcastle. <laughs> Yeah, all, all, all the hot spots, yeah. <laughs> Whole Birmingham. Uh, no, I went to France, Germany. Uh, and I think... The Vatican. The Vatican, obviously. I don't know. I don't remember where I went. I just remember going to a bunch of places and then calling my friend Pedro, uh, who lives in Germany, being like, can I just stay with you for two weeks? Hugh, have you had any terrible Can't, Well, I just want to ask Will, because previously you have... Well, not you, but we have read out uh, poetry you've written on the podcast before. Do you have any poetry you wrote on this trip has any of it survived so no because i had i took two notebooks with me and i left them on a train on the way back i lost That's very them. poetic i know but my deepest fear is not that someone will dig up some tweet that i sent years ago but that someone yeah. is holding on to that notebook and has all and my... she's here tonight <laughs> <laughs> okay but i'm oh. not lying and it's definitely not your notebook but i know that Aaron found a notebook on a train one day, oh I swear. God. And it was this guy's like, it was it was like details of like his passionate like love affairs traveling around. And okay. he was uh, like, it was, this it was is a very amazing. dry month, so it's okay. It's not me. <laughs> okay, well, look, we'll we'll check. It could be yours. You know, maybe it was your imagination. Have you got this notebook still? Aaron has it somewhere. I think he was like, oh, then I'll ride in it and then leave it on a train but it, that was never you know like he never yeah, did yeah, that yeah. Onya have you had any terrible holidays um very few because like right I'm an obsessive uh, holiday planner mm. so um only once has someone got one over on me which was a Greek hotel that I booked a few years ago um where I we left the after the first night um yeah. and I honestly took that as such a great personal fa- failing that I had booked something that wasn't because I do so much research in Marade mm. You know, I'm 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 in the tagged photos on Instagram. You know, not just the you know, like I'm I'm. Oh my god, same. You know, like I'm I'm nothing's getting past me, and it was just, it was just dreadful. And um, what what was dreadful about it? This is really hard to explain, but it was like they used some really weird cleaning fluid that made that place feel like it was an embalmers. Oh god! Like if, if uh, it, it had a real like funeral homey smell. Like just one metal ta- metal table in the middle of the room. Yeah, like is this a funeral home? Um, and it was just like the play. It, it was the, the it, it, I'm not a very allergic person, but it was just it felt very uh, toxic, you know. Mm. And there was like dead flies everywhere. So like in a, in everywhere, you know, every time you'd open a window, there'd just be dead flies and and like a, a cracked coffee pot and a weird shower with hair all over it. Oh God. It was all white, it was all white hair. Oh. I'm like what's going on there? Old people uh, are rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> or old rabbits. Yeah, so, <laughs> Don't rule um, it out. Could be a Donnie so, Darko situation. Old so, Greek rabbits. So we, we made our escape um, and with a partial refund. But it does feel like, um, like a personal fail when the hotel that you have booked doesn't work out curated yeah perfectly yes i know because i uh i i truly believe that there's a correct answer to the perfect holiday you know i'm like you go to booking.com and it's just a puzzle to be cracked Mm -hmm. the perfect hotel in paris is just waiting for me yeah i just need to find it (laughs) yeah you know like no there's no half measures here and I will get a discount on it and it will be perfection. Do you guys do that? Do you get discounts on hotel rooms? Oh, that's probably my favourite hobby. 
Oh, oh I God. get messages from on you quite frequently. I mean, there was one recently which was incredible, wasn't it? That you you had free cancellation on booking.com. So then you and then you saw the price had been cut in half, so you cancelled it and instantly rebooked it at the new price. I mean, you know, because you're and keeping I got an a eye free breakfast and I got another ten percent off. And like you know, like I'm 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 and Hugh's brother, I have a kindred spirit in him. He's very um, good. And he's really helped me take this hobby up to the next level. Um so do you well, do you just do you just pay the price? No, I so I thought you were doing like ringing them up and asking for a Oh I, I don't uh, oh oh yeah, obviously. And my other pro tip. You know what they say, any comments, it's always someone's birthday. Y- yes. I <laughs> I've been newly engaged for three years now. Like <laughs> oh it's it's always my wedding anniversary. Yeah. yeah. And like Whoa. it usually is. It's usually like well, we're celebrating something. We're celebrating you know? something. The bottle of champagne that you're gonna put in the room, it's nothing to you and it's huge to me. So it, it's it's, just, it makes all the yeah. difference to me. <laughs> That that's the tagline. I mean, isn't it for you, your guys' holiday consultancy? <laughs> it's always someone's birthday. Oh, it's no, nothing it's, to you, but it's nothing huge to you. To me. Huge to me. <laughs> yeah. But from terrible holidays, what's the fantasy holiday, Maraid? I know that I have heard that you really like LA, or do you like LA? I love LA. It's like okay. my favorite place in the world. But I love going there for like long periods of time because I used to live there, and so. I feel like as a holiday, it's not a good place. Mm. It's a place where I feel like you need to be for like a few weeks or a few months at least because then you can just like actually get a feel for it and just be, I think it's a place where there's like so many crazy things happening all the time. The way I describe it is it is a place where all the hottest people from every other town in America go to lower their self-worth. Like it is like a (laughs) mental place. Um, and like I yeah I've been there loads of times and I love it but I think like the best holiday mm-hmm. is somewhere all inclusive like you have to have like your food included you want to be able to order drinks that like you don't care it's like you've paid for it already and you are going to make sure that you are getting your money's worth couldn't agree more that's my favorite kind yeah like the all inclusive and you can just say I am junk I'm going to eat so much food here i'm gonna use every facility that they've got i'm gonna make the absolute most out of this you know um but then i do also like just yeah saying okay i'm gonna go someplace cool outdoorsy like i'm not a city person you know i'm an outdoorsy person i like going to kerry i'll just go to kerry for a couple of weeks you know simple oh my god that's your your fantasy holiday no it's not my fantasy holiday What's your fantasy I don't holiday? do fantasies. I don't do fantasies. I don't oh, look forward. I don't look ahead. I don't. So I'm you know this you, about I, me. I'm giving you a 20 grand check, right? And you can oh, only yeah. spend I'm it on going a holiday. To book, oh, sure. You're I'm going, going to, to book carry. A, no. No, you know, because believe it or not, Anya, I don't have 20 grand to spend on a holiday. So if you're giving She's me a 20 grand check, absolutely. I am. Okay. So 20 grand check, right? So I find a hotel. Uh, costs 40 euro for one night and then I buy 19,960 euro worth of high quality cocaine. <laughs> so it's you in a travel lodge, basically. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why I thought you were going to say stocks. And I was like, wow, this guy is responsible. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what another way? <laughs> uh, no, 20 grand, I'm, I'm finding a very, very fancy all-inclusive somewhere on some tropical island, I'd say. Oh, I thought you'd be going to Tokyo or something. No, I'm not a city person. Okay. You know? What are you guys doing with your 20 grand? Oh, I mean... Something more interesting. Um, My dream holiday, which I was going to do as like a honeymoon, but we just never got round to it. We will one day. Um, 
fly to Tokyo and have a few days there. Like I want to do karaoke, mm-hmm. you know, just eat all the nice food. And then from mm-hmm. there, go to the Philippines and like go kind of island hopping yes. there. And I think that would be the dream. Mm. And it looks amazing. And I've already decided that the hotel I want to stay in in the Philippines there's like an Anantara there which is amazing <laughs> I'm, like I follow all these places on Instagram and I'm like one day <laughs> I'll get there <laughs> so I'll do that with my 20 grand I might even have a bit of change you know like I will I'll do a you on it on you like I will message them and I'll be like give me the discount like give me the nice room and also I'll say to them like this is so cringe but I will be like my husband has um, a small following on Instagram and he will tag your hotel <laughs> if you give us an upgrade. And I thought you were going to say my husband has a condition. <laughs> no, no, no. That's when we're trying to get the dogs into the hotel. And we're like, um, oh, yeah, okay, we yeah. have service dogs. Um, no, we don't do that. We don't do that at all. Yeah, so you just have to like, look. What was what was my phrase again? It's nothing to you, but it's huge to me. Yeah. And don't forget when that comment box, we are on our honeymoon, right? Yeah. When you're going. It doesn't matter how long you've been exactly. married. You're on your honeymoon. Exactly. Another one I like is because of COVID, we only got to have a really small honeymoon. And now this is our big honeymoon. Yes. Oh my God. And is that true? Did you did you have a honeymoon? Yeah, I went to, we went to Ibiza. Lovely. Which was amazing for a week, but it was only like a small honeymoon because of COVID and we were afraid to go outside Europe. So God love us. So, you know, like I, and I've been married uh, since 2021. Oh my God, same. Yeah. 2021. Was it 2021? It is 2021. I'm not not married to you. I wasn't sure though. And then when Hugh did say, he was like, what about the solo traveler? I was like, so they don't travel together, but are they together? Just don't get on. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fascinating. Have you been like, there's a weird. It's actually a lot of aerotourism. You know, we just try and find each other. (laughs) That's why they're not in the same room. Yeah, yeah. We don't live together. It's the way we live our lives. It's great. They're both somewhere in Dublin, they think. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, is Will involved in this as well? Kind of a... No, I, I knew Will was just like the kind of, you know, he's just floating around the Irish people trying to get a passport. Mm. <laughs> Marry one of us. Absolutely um, hedging my bets. Will, what are you doing with your 20 grand? Uh, it's so cliche, but I'd really like to drive around America and do like a road trip of America. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good that one. is a good one. I don't I'd know. Maybe, I, like, I don't think you need twenty grand for that though. Like you can do that. Yeah, but I could do it in a really crazy car if I had twenty. True. Grand. That's true. Just that is and go true. for longer. Yeah. No, just shit the whole budget on a car. Okay. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> What's the car? Oh, um, Bugatti. I don't know cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that not a pair of trousers? Um, <laughs> I don't think you'll get a Bugatti for twenty grand either, though. I'm so sorry, no. Will. <laughs> I'm gonna ha- need, I'm gonna help you with the budget, okay? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'd like a school bus, maybe. No, a school bus that'd be creepy. Yeah, it's not great. That's creepy. <laughs> do you know what I'd really like to do? I'd like to go and do a, go to a, a travel around India and do cooking courses in different yeah. spots. Oh, that sounds lovely. That's a great idea. Yeah. That'd yeah. be cool. And um, right, I'm a vegetarian. Will's a vegetarian. So uh, Onya's not a vegetarian. What do you eat, Onya? I sometimes eat fish. So she's Very a pes- occasionally. She's a pescatarian. Oh my god, I right? do. Okay, I have a confession. I've I've started to introduce fish. I'm really sorry, guys. <laughs> there are dozens of us. Are you eating them or just introducing them? <laughs> I'm introducing them to each other and my dogs. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you go into this river, you go into this river, and you both have to find each other in that lake. <laughs> 
but it is just um sometimes it, you could just feel a bit hard done by when you're going somewhere and and all they ever have is pumpkin risotto yeah for me it's, it's so the veggie food is so annoying when you're eating out and also mm. i was just like not getting enough protein and like every person that has ever been like to me how do you get your protein i'm like i i can't believe i've let them win like I'm letting them win every <laughs> bite of that prawn oh, that yeah. I'm eating. See, I I love to smugly be like, well, actually, chickpeas have loads of protein, but then equally sometimes like, oh my god, I'm so pale and gaunt. It, it, like, <laughs> like honestly, like... Uh, yeah, I I was like uh, last year I started using an app to like figure out like, and I think I was only getting like <laughs> twenty five grams of protein a day. Using a nappy. <laughs> he said using a nappy. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so whenever you, yeah, whenever I've also used an app, mm. um, uh, it is also really, it's always really scary. You're like, oh, there's, there's nothing here. Cause uh, yeah. So fish sometimes it's just like, I ate four salmon darns the other day for lunch and Hugh, this will horrify you. Do you know where I was for this? Paris. Disneyland. So after that, I went, <laughs> I went on the tower of terror. Ah, just stop. a free drop and I had to wait ages to make sure that the darns were why safe. did you go on that on you did because, you enjoy it um oh I screamed I I I I, I thought I, you were past this I I know <laughs> yeah we did an episode before Maraid on roller coasters and we agreed that they were not a legitimate like but I, I oh. but this is really a roller coaster it's just a free fall <laughs> drop oh great yeah also I've decided as well three other places for my 20 grand Alaska Galapagos, Antarctica. Three different trips, though. As you can tell, the solo traveller wants to stay solo. You know, going as far away from humanity as possible. Yeah, it might end up as a zero traveller. Do you think there's much of, a, much of a hookup culture? In Antarctica? Yeah, like an Antarctican waiter, like the whole Spanish waiter mm. trope. Do you think you might meet somebody there? Yeah, possibly a, possibly a, a raving scientist, you know, yeah. who's on the fifth of their six-month stretch there. Who knows? Maybe be, they're the one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, one thing I did want to ask you guys about was uh, obviously the whole staycation and holidaying at home. What do you think of, I know some people get very offended by the staycation thing because isn't that actually where you stay in your own house and you just do holiday things? Mm. What, do you guys, what do you guys think? Oh, I thought staycation was like when you get a hotel, like where you live. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. But then some people think it's like staying in your house, but, you know, going on the open top bus tour of Dublin or something. Oh... Okay, that's um, really weird. <laughs> oh, oh, no, agreed. Agreed. I would not be going on an open top bus in Dublin. And if you ever find me there, I have been brought against my will. Okay. Um, uh, one thing I actually would love to do though is like go to the Guinness storehouse. I've never. I mean, I hate Guinness, but I would absolutely love a Guinness with a photo of me on top. That is my kind of Guinness. So I'll go do that if that's a stake. Do it for the gram. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It all leads back to the Instagram. <laughs> it's a nice thing to be like, you know, if you're like, oh, I can't afford to go abroad, don't want to, like for whatever Will, reason. You're reason. crazy. It's not a, it's not enough. It's so expensive to go on holidays in Ireland. Uh, I don't live there. So <laughs> yeah, it's, um, it's guys, back me up. It's a million times cheaper to hop on your Ryanair flight to Spain. I was in Dublin last week and a tub of Ben and Jerry's was like €7.50. That was probably on offer. Oh. <laughs> that was with your oh. 10% discount. Yeah. It's our anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> My husband has a small following. <laughs> <laughs> and a small condition. 
if you if you do go on holiday i've got some other alternatives to staycations if you wanted to go on holiday in ireland you could go to the ninth largest urban area within ireland and that'd be a breakation yeah. wow loved what you did there okay. go on go on down through the list yeah okay so whenever you, if you visit a dairy that's a waycation um if you go to see some wheat fields there's a theresa maycation you've become michael yeah I was always pre-written jokes. Right, Michael is our other producer, who every now and then we manage to not have on the podcast. So, and um, he 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 loves loves a pre-written joke. So when mm. a, when you go on a holiday because your partner has a bad temper and going away will calm them down, that's a placation. Okay, that's good. I like that. I do I like, like that, that one. That's the best one. I, okay. I I disagree. I am I not getting that? I think that's the worst one so far. What? Hold on. Am I not getting it? A placation. Like a placation. Like placating someone. someone. Uh, see, I didn't get it. I'm you, glad you I thought it'd be it. if you thought it'd be if you'd go to the theater, it'd be a playcation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's there's better. a lot more we could have done with that. Okay, but now I get it. Yeah. The okay, but that's. I think that's all I've got. Very mm. well done, Will. One one negative then of traveling is obviously the eco uh, impact. Uh, do you guys feel guilty about all the flying you're doing? No. Nope. No. <laughs> okay. But you see, I don't think I do that much flying, and I also don't feel I have much of an impact on the environment the rest of my time. Except Hugh, for all the most of the times that I have seen you in the last six months, we've been on a plane. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But we don't <laughs> see each other that much, despite, like, since we got married, we've hardly seen each other. <laughs> I'd say six or seven times, you know? Do you guys find, right, one of the drawbacks of traveling and holidays, I think, is that you're always absolutely wrecked after them. Have any of you found any good ways of dealing with this, or is it only me that that happens to? I mean, it's. I think it is important not to not to have to go to work the day after you come back from a holiday. That's what I was. You know, say. like that's crucial. You gotta have a day in reserve. But why is it so tiring? Like, why is just getting on a plane and transiting through an airport so exhausting? I don't know. It's, it's not normal. It's not the routine. It's not what we're built for. You know. I mean, yeah. we're like we're built to. I don't know. Live in caves, probably though. So I don't really know. But <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. It's 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 totally out of our normal routine. And I guess what I was gonna say. In a lot of situations, you've been doing lots of relaxing and eating, you know, and drinking on your holiday. So you're not then ready for the the arduous task of, you know, I don't know, sitting on a plane for 10 hours. I don't know. I have no answer. Yeah, it is. But it doesn't seem to matter, even if it's like a flight from London or something. Mm. Yeah. I don't understand people. Sorry, Mary. No, no. I'm saying, yeah, that's the end of the sentence. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't understand people who can do like they'll commute via airplane. And be oh like, gosh, yeah. I don't understand how people could possibly do that. Because if I've had a, f- if I've gone on a flight for about two weeks after, I'd be like, I'm still a bit tired, guys. I've been on an hour flight. <laughs> you see, I don't think it's the flight. It's the, it's the airport. I think exactly. Like I would actually rather, um, when we, uh, I know we're talking about the environment, and I got the ferry home at Christmas. I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, but and I know that's a lot worse than the a plane. ferry is good though. No, I th- ferry's better than a plane. No, I think a ferry is like worse than a plane. Uh, oh, no, it's, it's definitely it's, better. It's much better than a plane, yeah. Because okay, you what, even get the your, little what's the your little expertise, w- lads. Because when you try to book it, a little widget comes up and is like, I'm "You have sure. saved X number." I'm ninety nine percent sure. Like, right. Airplanes are so bad. So bad. Oh my god! Why the Irish ferries? Me, okay, then I then people have been giving me shit about the ferry. No, 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 just, no, no, no. you're way better. Funny. Like, unless just, you've been getting a space shuttle, you know, I think, like, the airplane is... are you hiring is... it out to yourself? Yeah, of course. Yeah, are you booking the ferry personally? Yeah, okay, that might be a problem. Because we're going to need... Stand the, the line, we're ferry. like, look, it's yours. 
just just tag us on Instagram. <laughs> you, we drove it home ourselves. Yeah. Look, I understand it's your husband has a small better. following. Go to, <laughs> take the ferry. Yeah. I can't believe no, I've said that now. It's going to be better with me forever. Um, but okay, that's good. That's good. So, but what was I going to say? Oh yeah, the ferry. I just find it like even though it's longer going back to Dublin, it is easier like just like you just get on and then you can literally like there's cinema rooms there's shops there's restaurants and you're just chilling with your dogs and it's like the best thing ever and did you take it because of the dogs yeah was that the... but I will say coming and back I... was like the worst that could be the worst travel of my life like there was train strikes and we had to stay in a hotel uh, at Hollyhead and then oh Hollyhead is not great. And there was no taxi like for purgatory. like two hours. So we had and to And with stay. the dogs, like, did you have to keep the dark glasses on to keep up the myth with the dogs? Like, was that part of it as well? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a minute. A... It took me a minute. It d- yeah, it took me a second as um, well. I, was like, I thought it was because the dogs were famous. That's what I thought you meant for a second. <laughs> <laughs> They're wearing little sunglasses <laughs> and baseball caps. Yeah, yeah, Marine, yeah. have you ever brought them on the on a plane? Like, have you brought them to the States? Yes, we have. And how was that? It was fine. Like, um, the only thing is that we... So you can do it with small dogs. You can bring them on to the plane with you and they sit under the seat mm. in front of you. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, but our older dog Pip like she's six and she weighs nine kg and you have to weigh eight in order to fly on the plane so she had to diet before and it was really sad Uh, so we were like bringing her for like runs around the park and like she wasn't allowed treats like just to get her down that one kg (laughs) oh my god and we got her there and yeah so they just like weigh the dogs in the airport like it's so funny and then we oh just gave God. them like a painkiller that's like like our vet it's like it gave it to us it's just like makes them kind of drowsy so that it was an 11 hour flight so it was quite long and then they're just like sleeping for the whole journey and then they got to LA and it was like a great time so I would definitely You'd recommend that you'd love that on you that would be ideal for you bit of ketamine under Marade's seat you'd be fine <laughs> me yeah oh <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying she ha- has dogs that she wants to bring to America. No, I have, nah. I, I have, I have two cats. It would be pretty terrifying if the plane was like crashing in water and you reached under your seat for your life jacket and picked up and a dog. I was there. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Snapping at your ankles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I last time I was going to Paris last year, uh, a woman, the pe- couple in front of us had brought a dog, and the dog was very upset under the seat yeah. but then on my flight at home on friday somebody had a dog and the dog was allowed to sit in her lap which was very cute what airline was that Aer Lingus. <gasps> Aer Lingus. oh my I know. god okay i was really fascinated because there's a lot of controversy right about this in the pet pet lovers mm. world about Aer Lingus don't let you have the dog they used to not even let you have the dog in the cab but i think they have to go in the hold most airlines don't and it's really hard because you have to do a stopover in amsterdam that's it's really weird klm are like the only people that do it and i don't i just don't really get why like most people who have dogs their dogs are like their kids no one is going to put the dog in the hold so this dog was tiny sat on her lap but then there was a bit of a man had to come on and kind of um inspect something before we took off but um yeah but it it seems to be you can do it inspect Uh, something on the dog or expect inspect like a piece of paper his 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 passport his pet passport (laughs) but i i don't i could not put my cats in the hold yeah it's like we wouldn't have brought them we wouldn't have gone if 
we had to put them in the hold mm. but we are lunatics like we will bring them everywhere they've they've been to like so many different places with us and like they come on the trains all the time and everything and obviously we brought them home at christmas and it was like you know and it was like it was breaking point getting back we had five trains and one bus replacement service to get back to london from hollywood <laughs> <laughs> so the dogs have seen it um, and where do they go on the on the ferry are they allowed out in the common areas or do they have to go into a cabin we used to the... be just a complete assholes and we would just like ignore anyone who was like you can't bring your dog up there like put them in the kennels we would sneak them in in bags but we were like we need to stop doing that <laughs> like it's just like everyone else is like parting with their dogs and we're there like here have some chicken nuggets you know so uh we've started putting them in there there's like a little kennel area and they're fine it, there's also such thing as yeah. doggy CBD oil, so we also will we'll put like a, a chilled out like treat in their kennel if they need yeah, it. Yeah, so just an enormous spliff of the sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your dogs live a healthier life than I do. This is great. Can I? Can I be a? No, that's weird. I'm not going to. No, that's weird. Oh well. <laughs> really, I don't think you can. I don't think you can reverse out of a question. But. So holidays. So obviously say like 20 or 30 years ago, people went on maybe one holiday a year. But now we have a much more fluid concept of holidays. You know, mm. we're always kind of nipping off on little trips or whatever. Um, d- does it still, are you still as excited about holidays anymore? Or is, is, are they less exciting now that you can kind of do it whenever? I think there's something really exciting when I was a kid when I'd get woken up at like three in the morning and we'd like get in the car and like go off somewhere and that was really that was all I don't think it'll ever be as exciting as that like when you're allowed to wear your pajamas in the car and then like on the way back oh. from a holiday you'd get into your pajamas because you knew you were yeah. going to sleep in the car on the I way back I used to love the pajamas in the car and then car. you'd wake up wake up as you'd been taken to bed and you'd be like oh this is the life it's all downhill from here you know that's uh, <laughs> I don't think it'll ever get better than that, to be honest. You could probably pay someone to carry you into And bed. I do. Yeah, <laughs> money well spent. That's in return for you being their dog, is it? Yeah. Quid pro quo. Yeah, Aaron will carry me to bed. Yeah. yeah. I think Ray you'd be willing to do treat. that. <laughs> yeah, great. This is great. I've got a job. Yeah. Is it a job? You're good. Yeah. I still find holidays really exciting, but I would argue that sometimes... It is the excitement leading up to the holiday that is Mm. the most important part because sometimes like when you're really busy and like you're working loads, when you know there's a holiday at the end of that, I think that's just what gets you through. You know, like I mm-hmm. I booked Mexico before the pandemic and then obviously it just kept like it kept going longer and longer and longer. And I rescheduled the flights four times and then I just got a full oh, refund. Yeah. And actually, I feel like I've been to Mexico and I never even went <laughs> <laughs> because I had such a build up so many times <laughs> that I'm there. You know all the best spots to eat. Exactly. You know where to go. Yeah, yeah. I basically went there and that actually just like the the rescheduling of the flight was what got me through. So, that's lovely yeah. see I, I think sometimes it's like holidaying is more kind of a state of mind that we're all kind of lapsing in and out of all the time because we don't go on like our week holiday to Spain and that's it like we're always like we're the Ryanair generation do you know what mm-hmm. I mean mm. like something different is nine ninety nine away yeah uh, mm. Hugh you're, you, you love your little holidays I don't know why I said that so patronisingly sorry <laughs> yeah thanks uh, yeah I don't know I mean I don't work very hard, I guess. So I don't know that I necessarily need uh, anything at the end of it. I suppose, but I don't, as well, I don't really look forward. 
either in a positive way or a negative way to things. Like I don't worry about things in the future and I don't get excited about things in the future. So I think I probably do enjoy the, the actual holiday experience more possibly mm-hmm. because I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in the anticipation of it or the aftermath of it. You know, it's just, it is what it is. Do you do any planning? Like have you ever researched a place to eat or like a, uh, like, like if I, if I was going somewhere on my own, um, I, I absolutely wouldn't re- research anywhere to eat. No, I just go and wander around and find somewhere. Or I'd ask, like I'd ask someone, absolutely. But but I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't be spending ages. Like you've never, it, you know? you've never booked a, a restaurant before. You've gotten somewhere. No. no. Oh, we are not the same. Why? No, we're not. Oh we're my not. God. Yeah. Mm. But you see, I'm also the person that if I find somewhere I like the first night, I'll go back the next two nights oh, and eat there again. Yeah, I knew you were going to say know. that. Like, I could have told you that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Go I on, feel like if a little you further. and me, Hugh, went on holiday together, we would end in tragedy. <laughs> we would not get along. <laughs> okay, where are you going and can the dog come? See, I'm thinking a city, but I know you said you don't really like cities. But I just think... Maybe that's where the tragedy comes from. M- maybe. But I think, I think then that would be the fun for me because I would plan lots of like, you know, we would go to fun places and I would book the restaurants ahead of time. So I think he would actually have a great time. No, I think he'd find a chicken place around the corner from the hotel and he'd just have like, no, you wouldn't have chicken. You'd have a burger and chips every single night of the holiday, wouldn't you? If, if there's a good burger and chips going, I mean, it's hard to beat. You so you're not, you're not going for dim sum. You're not going for Korean uh, barbecue. I know, I would. I'd try something different, yeah. But it's more that if I... Fi- yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, look, I'm not... <laughs> I don't know. We know this about me, don't we? I've got a very simple <laughs> mind. <laughs> do, you very... Put that in the co- do you put that in the comment section? Can neither look forwards nor back. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I I live life on a very level plane, so that's the benefit, you know. I don't yeah. know. Boring. Yeah. I mean, in sorry, in terms of booking things, I'm going to New York in a couple of months, and I'm going to be booking tickets for an NBA game, an NHL game, and a show for three of the five nights I'm there. So like, that's pretty organized, right? That's, that's pretty organized. Great. But you're you're probably gonna eat in Sabaro, are you? Oh yeah, they eat. It. But you see, I'm not a restaurant guy. Like you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a big restaurant guy. So. So my last question is: Do you guys have any holidays planned this year? Hugh, you've got New York. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to Leeds next week. I'm going to. Sorry, Will. Um, going to Fine. New York in April, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll do something in the summer. Maybe something Central or South American-y, But I've I've no plans Ooh. for it yet. Yeah. Mm. I mean, again, I say that. Will it happen? Nah. But still, it's a great idea, isn't it? Because yeah, I'm not yeah. the planner. No one's there to plan it for me, you know? Well, I'm going... My, my sketch group, Just These Please, we're doing a cruise in the Caribbean. No, you uh, are not. Per- <laughs> yeah, we're performing on a cruise ship. That is amazing. <laughs> but yeah, that's the sort of... that. I think that's... And it's definitely a problem with like... I mean, I like doing stuff... I. I like doing things. I find it hard to just like lie down in the sun. I'm, I'm not... I like like walking mm. to places and going to see stuff. So a work holiday with with a job that i really love where i'm performing and then we get to like dock in all these cool spots i think it's sort of the perfect thing other than it being on a on a floating sea but um yeah so that's a, a month in the caribbean <laughs> nice Mary, what's your next uh, trip i am kind of always moving somewhere but because like aaron works in all different places um so, I mean, we're going to Berlin next month for, like, a film that cool. he's done. We're going to see that. And then 
we kind of are just like, I mean, I've got so many weddings this year. So I'm going to a wedding. We've got two weddings in Spain, one wedding in Portugal, and then like one in Scotland, three in Ireland. I don't know how I'm going to fit a holiday in between oh these. Oh my God, that is a lot of weddings. Yeah, I'm kind of grateful Whoa. for the fact that like the a few of them are abroad, you know, so I can get some sun in between, you know. But I haven't, yeah, yeah. like, I usually would have a huge trip, like, booked already. But, like, it's funny what we were saying about, like, freelance and everything. Every creative person knows that, like, if you want to get a job, just book a holiday. Because it's, like, almost, it, it like, <laughs> to the minute you will have clicked to book those flights. And then, like, someone will get some job that means you can't go. So we just haven't planned anything that far ahead. Yeah, I mean, we were meant to have dinner as a podcast like last week, and then I couldn't go because auditions just that I didn't then get the part for. I just had to stay in London and then be disappointed. Oh no! What was funny as well was nice. the minute we all dropped out, the rest of us just were like, "Oh, maybe we'll just leave it." <laughs> <laughs> Will's the glue keeping us together. Yeah, that is that's a worrying sentiment. Well, I wasn't mm. schlepping it to Dublin, you know, to see those other. Oh, yeah, God, Onya, you live so far away. Where do you live, Onya? Kildare like I don't live that far away but, uh, unbelievably far away I don't know what the London equivalent is Will is it like living in it's like another uh, bit of London fucking yeah. Land's End Land's End John and Groats yeah, no, yeah. I, it's like living Tuvalu. like I live in, um, in 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 Bishop Stortford <laughs> there is a place and my friend lives there and I haven't seen him in years because he lives in Bishop Stortford. Bishop Stortford yeah. It's on it's the on Stansted Express, isn't it? It is on the Stansted <laughs> yeah. Express line. That's where I know it from. Bishop Stortford. Um, so what we do at the end then, right, is we uh, take a vote from uh, the hosts and you guys on whether holidays are a legitimate like. So who wants to go first? Okay, so so is it what I've concluded? Yeah. I've concluded that holidays are a legitimate like. Yeah, I think it's a... Is that is that the right answer? <laughs> it's whatever you think. Am I answering it in a, in the right way? Yeah. 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 Don't make this like a hostage video. Yeah. If you... that's what that suddenly <laughs> sounded like. Yeah. Can like, I go okay? now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you could fit the word crack in at some point, that'd be great. But don't that's worry a good about point, it. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Holidays are real good crack, guys. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Hugh, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think holidays are legitimate, like as well. I think you know you can, you got to take that time. And again, the holiday doesn't have to be a big, expensive twenty grand trip away somewhere. It can it's just you know getting getting some time, getting some space, and and I guess stop stop yourself from slipping through the cracks, as it were. Um, and you know just yeah, some time for yourself, something different. I mean, again. I say that I'll just, I'll just go in and read a load of books or walk up a mountain or dive into a lake or something like that. But but yeah, no, they're great because because everyone ultimately, I think it's one of those things, again, that there are there's a stage in your life where you feel like, oh, am I doing holidays the way they're meant to be done? You know, is this a proper holiday? But ultimately, again, you get to the point where you're like, no, this is the holiday I want. And that's what it's got to be. It's whatever you want it to be. So, yeah, holidays legitimate like. Oh, oh. What a rousing speech. That was so lovely. Thanks. Unexpected too. I thought we were going to get you know, yeah. more of a... Yeah, go on. 
grinchy sort of negative huh? sort of nothing sorry um <laughs> okay well for me i always think about when i grew up in a very privileged position <laughs> whereas uh, an upper middle class little white kid hanging out and my parents worked in medicine and we went to the south of france and stuff and i was like whoa so cool and like my parents were in their like 30s and 40s and now i'm in my early 30s i'm like am i should i should i know about wine should i be in the dordogne visiting wine places uh wine yards as the experts call them mm. um so i feel a bit like inadequate sometimes when it comes to holidays because i'm like i don't know what i'm doing but i really liked what you said hugh that a holiday can be anything and it's just a time to to do nothing and it yeah. can be it can be in dublin it can be in Kerry, it can be in kuala lumpur it could be in tuvalu it could be in the vatican city so yeah go for it i like it it's a legitimate like holidays are great wow Clean sweep. Onya, I presume you're you're oh, giving it the old Seth. double yeah. L as well. Yeah. The double yeah. L. So it always sounds <laughs> like a double loss, but it... Yeah, we've never said that That's before. That's just your negative approach to life, Will. You know? Yay! I'm such a pessimistic yeah. optimist. Mairead, uh, where can people find you? I don't mean your home address, but uh, where can people find you on Instagram? <laughs> I'll tweet it when I become the dog. I'll let everybody know where I'm at, you know? Yeah, yeah just share your live location. Um, always. I yeah my Instagram is Marae Doyler Hef and I feel like I don't have anything else like I don't know what you have your podcast crack on my podcast yes which is crack on with Marae Doyle Heffernan and it's we're on season two right now and it's a lot of fun a great variety of guests as well very clever that you went for the seasons so yeah so you guys just do like is it week in week out Oh, it's just unremitting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just... I just knew I wouldn't. Well, first, firstly, I wouldn't be able to afford it. <laughs> and then I was like, I won't be able to do this. Like, just mentally, like it's hard, isn't it? Getting an episode out every week. Well, it's hard because you're the only host, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is, I think that's very. Intense. And also, you do preparation, preparation and research, which we sort of we forego that. You and guys just get were a guest. very well prepped, and I loved all the questions and the quiz it was just like such a good time it was a lot of crack i'm sorry <laughs> i said it <laughs> <laughs> it's so good it's so good that you've developed yourself a catchphrase yeah. <laughs> it's amazing because yeah. we can't be like code. it's a legitimate like it's just clunky and horrible i no, mm. i think i think legitimate likes is good i like it I, oh i don't like the name Wow. Oh, well, you could have said that 83 episodes ago. <laughs> well, maybe that's an episode where you discuss the name and then the conclusion is... That is true. Like maybe we could have kind of an, e- an EGM meeting. Mm-hmm. And then we have to mm-hmm. change it. Yeah, Live maybe. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much for coming on, Mairead. It was, it was well fun seeing you again. Guys, this was so That sounded fun. creepier than it meant to. Oh, so creepy. Right? I know. It's just it's genuinely nice to see you. But I it can't. was well fun seeing you again here. Let me drive my school bus up to your ass. <laughs> And I'll pretend to be your dog. And you can put me under your seat. Oh dear. And put oh. me in a little bag and bring me onto the ferry with you. Maybe even put me in a kennel. <laughs> I'd like that even more. Mairead, thanks so much for coming on. You should listen to Mairead. You should listen to her podcast. You should go see her live. She's a very funny stand-up and a great friend. <laughs> oh, guys, this has been so fun. Thank you for having me. I had so much fun. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. Hugh, thank you. Onya, thank you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks, guys. I'm looking forward to our next podcast holiday. Our first oh, yeah? podcast holiday, but our next podcast holiday as well. Where you will know? we go? The Vatican. 
Fantastic. That kind of has to be the Vatican. Yeah, or Mecca. <laughs> we've, we've kind of we've aligned ourselves now with major religious sites. I feel you know. Yeah, great. Okay. Uh, okay, good. I, I'm trying to think of a crack word that we could end on. Uh, that was cracking. Uh, crack to see you. Um, you know? Do you know how to say? Do you know how to say? Um, like, if you come in out of the rain and you're saying I'm soaking wet, but do you know how to say that Oscoelga in Irish? No. You say I'm soaked to the skin, which is Tommy Fluck a Kraken. Kraken is the Irish word for skin. There you go. There you go. Perfect. So, Mairead, you can work that in to your uh, podcast going forward. Tore my fluff and cracking. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. <laughs> you don't oh. you don't have yeah. to. <laughs> she lied. <laughs> we'll workshop it on that holiday we're going on together. You know where you're going to book all this stuff yeah. and I'm not going to show up. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Perfect. Barcelona. See you there. Thanks so much to the person who's listening to this. Uh, like the like the podcast. Share it with a friend and go and follow Maraid's podcast right now. The episode's ending. You've got to go listen to something. You can't listen to your thoughts. They're bad. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.